Blog Talk Radio.
In the name of Amen, Supreme, the All-Powerful, the one and only True Lord, and Amen, we trust, as the Republican mental, like the real 144,000 that being gathered in this day and time, the mentalists, the Amen race, the bright race. Good evening, I'm your host, the intellectual newbie, Minkares, and this is Mental Life Radio. And tonight, we're going to be discussing the rainbow. Why the rainbow is a sign of solar projection. I tried to explain this, but I didn't go into great detail and depth, but I am going to go into it tonight. The reason why we see rainbows is a sign, because people, if you notice, people, have you ever heard this saying, when you see a rainbow, it's a sign that heaven exists? They say, when you see a rainbow, right, that's a sign that heaven exists. How many of y'all heard that phrase before? Before I start, can everybody hear me? Start, can everybody hear me? I just want to make sure everybody can hear me. How many of y'all heard that before? When you see a rainbow, that's a sign of heaven. You know why that is? Can everybody hear me? I just want to make sure I'm coming in clear. I'm coming in clear? Yeah, okay. Yeah, it says a promise. Yes, I've heard that's a promise. Why that is because a rainbow is actually solar projection. A rainbow is solar projection coming in. The rain, when it hits the bow or hits the stream of light or stream of color or that spectrum that is streaming in, what it does something, it brings everything to the ground. It brings, like, a, like for example, if um, if you have a very hot light, Right, a very hot light coming from a floodlight, like how they use on movie sets. If you have a very hot, extremely hot light that's blaring light out when you cut it on and whatnot, if it starts to rain, you're going to start to see smoke and things, and you know that light starts to bend because water makes things pull to the ground. Water has a gravitational pull, and it pulls light frequency it pulls, even brightens illumination to the ground, and it pulls it to the ground because the weight of the water you know, uh, it has a magnetic pull to it, and it pulls everything to the ground. And when it pulls what is being streamed to the atmosphere to the ground, that image is cast on the ground. Those different colors in the rainbow represent streams of solar re- solar um, reception, solar projection coming into the earth, different things that carry those different lights because everything has to, you know, in order to have color in this um, three-dimensional state, it has to be projected from a higher state, fourth dimensional and beyond, which represents the blueprint, right? The blueprint has many different colors. The reason we have all these different colors in this three-dimensional realm is because of what is being projected in through the sunlight. Because how this works is the blueprint is in the upper dimensions, and when it is streamed by solar projection into this atmosphere, it breaks off into a spectrum of very different colors. 
right? Breaks off into a spectrum of different colors. And if it should so happen to be raining, right, that rain catches that illumination of solar projection. It catches on to it, and it forces it down to the ground, and it makes an impression in the ground. That is your rainbow. Y'all follow what I'm saying? Did y'all just follow what I said? It actually bends the solar projected illumination or brightness of or spectrum of colors down to the ground. It forces it to the ground to produce a uh, uh, rainbow image, that image of many colors, because that's what's actually being streamed into the atmosphere. It's being streamed from the upper dimensions. That's why they say when you see the rainbow, that's the promise of heaven, meaning the promise of the fourth dimension. Is that class? All right. So this is why you see rainbows, right? And it is known as a sign of the fourth dimension, that the fourth dimension is real, that this atmosphere, what you see in the atmosphere is being streamed from other, um, from a higher or extended state, being streamed from a higher state. All right. A bow is, you know, now a bow is something that propels something, right? Like you have a bow and arrow, right? A bow, a bow projects something. Like you have the arrow and you put it in the bow, and you shoot the arrow. You use the propeller back. That's what a bow is. Right? So, the bow and the rain, the rainbow, right? The rain projects that. Uh, Projection, it the rain casts. I should say, excuse me, the rain casts that spectrum of color projected through the sun onto the earth, cast it down to the ground. Okay, it casts it down. It takes it in stages of gas. What gas what grabs it is the um, gas, right? The gas being that you find gas in water. Right, you find hydrogen, oxygen, gas, and water. It attaches to that stream of gas, colored spectrum gas coming into it, and it connects to it, and it pulls it down to the earth to make an impression cast in the earth. That's how you know the different colors are streaming through the earth, through the rainbow. That's how you know that, right? And like I said, all of the different elements of, you know, stones and things like that you know everything that had why it has color here is because of those upper dimensions the reason why there's color in the third dimension is because it's being streamed here the reason why nothing is you know, everything is in color here is because it is streamed here you see it is streamed the beast they would like everything to be in black and white because they know if without that stream or that solar projection of illuminated uh, um, the illuminated blueprint that's being streamed in to this atmosphere, things would appear black and white. Things would appear as black and white or gray. It would appear that way. Right? It would appear that way because color or the spectrum of color is a upper dimensional uh, um, it is an upper dimensional uh, um, image. Color is an upper dimensional image. Man. 
And for the longest time, humans didn't even understand color, even though they weren't in a world of color. They didn't understand color. Why you think the very first films they created was in black and white, right? Why you think that was? Because even though they were in a world of color and color and things going on around them, they still had this grayish, darkish energy with them. You see, the humans, you know, because that's what they see. They were not projected as uh, beings of illumination, beings of color. That's why they refer to our people as colored people, colorful people, because color denotes what? Color denotes power, energy, right? illumination. That's what color denotes. They refer to us as colored people, and they, can, they, they refer to themselves as white, right? meaning blank, absent. So in order, to make, in order to give life to their whiteness, they had to make us black people. They had to make us black people because to keep calling us colored people, again, what does color denote? Color denotes life, liveliness, you see. And they were calling the people who were supposed to be beneath them lively people, people of color, colored people, people of life, liveliness. That's what color denotes, you see. Interesting, bright, you know, that's what color denotes. Bright colors are really another way of saying brightness. Calling us colored people is really another way of calling us bright people. You see, color is associated with brightness. They couldn't have that, and they'd be, be bland and white. So what did they have to do? They had to make us black people to make themselves pop as white people, to make themselves seem more uh, uh, pure in their image and in what they're trying to present to people. These people are very cunning when it comes to color and spectrums and illumination. They understand it on some level. So we're going to go deeper. When you have or when you are projected from that spectrum of brightness of pure illumination the spectrum of living color you come in many different shades if you notice we came here in many different shades right they were calling us black people but we came here in many different shades we came here in dark bronze we came here in light bronze we came here in uh, reddish bronze we came in a lot of different shades here Okay, all in one species, all in one race. We came in many different shades. They just came as white. That's it. And they want and they wanted to make us just one dead flat color like them, black. You see, they was making reference to us as colored people. That's another reason they was making reference to us as colored people, because we came in a lot of different shades and tones to be the same race of people. They wanted to try to attribute that to us having white and us. That's why we came out like that's a goddamn lie. That is a lie. You know how mulattoes look. You see, you know how mulattoes look. And you know how lighter-skinned black people look. There's a difference. You see, that's a lie that we come in different shades because of the mixing with other races. That's a lie. Because we, everything that they have in their features we have them in ours already. So anything being that we come from that spectrum of living color, we absorb every color. We absorb any other color. We even absorb white, and we still look the same. We absorb that. We might be a little bit different, but that's how powerful the illumination and the projection is that we come from. We can absorb anybody, and they know that. 
BBC. So, in the spectrum, in the rainbow, in the image that's cast forward, right, the bow that casts the spectrum of color forward onto the earth to show us that illumination and coloring is coming from elsewhere, from a higher state, an extended state. That's what they wanted to show us. What do you think when that movie they put out, Wizard of Oz, when she was in her black and white life, right? She was in her black and white life. Then she uh, had a dream or whatever, and she went to a place of living color, right? She went to a place of living color. And what is the heaven always spoken of in your Bible? is always spoken of a land of milk, honey, rainbows, and all this other stuff. Color, illumination, spectrum of different lights and, you know, color denotes power, especially when they're used to work in unison with one another. You see, when they're used to work in unison with one another, they become more powerful. Even in how your Jews, they take the stones. How many of y'all know about breastplates that the so-called Jews wear, right, which really comes from the ancient Kemites and our people with the stone, the breastplate, and they had the different color stones in the square breastplate. They were 12 stones in the breastplate. Right, that the Hebrews and the Jews and the might wear is called a breastplate. It goes all the way back into Egypt and Ethiopia and things like that. But there's a reason why the color of the breastplate was many different colors. Because many different colors in unison together denotes power. It denotes a picture that's being formed. You see, this is, and see, here it is being that we come in many different shades and complexions. And the fact that we, work together, if we were to work together, that would produce power. You see, we'd have our lighter skin bronze people, our darker skin bronze people, and our medium dark skin, I mean bronze skin people working in unison together. That's power. That's like the power that comes through a breastplate. You see, different colors working together. When it's just a so-called white man, it's just them, like I said, they just white and they working together. But now, in order to try and channel that power, if you notice, the so-called white man, he tries to work with the darker shades of humans. He works with the Asians. He works with the East Indians. He works with all those people because they're trying to Voltron together to produce their own artificial spectrum of light and their own artificial spectrum of color. You see? All right. And, and somebody said why somebody was saying why was it called a breastplate? Why is it called a breastplate when men that man mainly wore them don't have breasts? Well it was making reference to a breast being within your chest because they consider all chest breasts. You just have active breasts with carry milk and then you have those who are just flat, but they call all that breast. It just that's another way of just saying chest. When you can put different colors together, right, different complexions, different shades in the spectrum together, you produce a living image, a working image, a strong image. You see, that's what color does when color is working in unison together. Like, for example, when you blend your clothes, what looks better? Tell me uh, um, aesthetically what looks better when you match your clothes or when you blend your clothes. 
You tell me aesthetically what looks better. Just by nature, when you when you blend your clothes or when you match your clothes. In other words, if I wear all black or I wear all white, that's okay. But when I throw different colors with it, right, when I put different colors with it, it tends to stand out. You see? Right? Blend them. Blend it. So even, like I said, even when you see, like I said, so when you see people who are still related, but they got different complexions and different shades in the family, things like that, it produces a, 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 um, a um, extended image, you see, because we were supposed to work together as that race of bright people, as that illuminated people. We were supposed to work together from different shades and complexions. We were supposed to be working in unison together, you see. But notice the so-called white man, what did they do? They used these Negroes to create this light-skinned and dark-skinned thing amongst us, who's light-skinned black, who's dark-skinned black, this, that, and the third, because they really didn't want, they knew that our people already had different shades and complexions, and they didn't want our people to work in unison together because we would have did something that they weren't able to do. You follow? We were able to actually produce an image of living color. We mean we're living together, we're working together, we're living our lives together, and we are in harmony together in different shades and complexions amongst our own kind. You see, so in order to stop that, what did the beast do? They wanted to cause division. Exactly. You too light-skinned, you dark-skinned, you too, you know, all that nonsense. And again, that's done to cause confusion, chaos. That's what that's done to do. It messes with the picture of illumination, the sound picture of illumination. It's very powerful when you blend in colors. And when I say that, I'm not talking about blending in different species of people. I'm talking about blending in different people who are different ranges of the same complexion, the same race, being able to blend them in. We're the only ones that produce that. You see, we're the only ones that are the same. Notice this. We are the only ones on the so-called black people are the only ones on the planet where we all the same race of people, but we got different shades and complexions. That shows that we are a special people. That shows that we are a extended people. We are beyond black and white. See, they got to notice with the humans, they got to break up their shades and colors. They got to be you white, you Asian, you East Indian. They got to break their colors up. They don't want to admit that they're just all part of the same human race. They don't want to admit that. that Because, again, if you put it all together, they all are the same. They know that. They all the same. Caucasians, the Asians, the East Indians, they all the same race of human. But, see, they don't promote themselves like that. They break the races up. But, see, we always knew was the same. But the same way, but they tried to create the same uh, 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 division that they had amongst the human race, you see, because at one point in time, the humans, they, you know, they was like, you ain't white, you ain't, you know, we ain't including no Asians, no East Indies, none of this other stuff, you see. But now they don't have any other choice because their numbers are dwindling. So they have to include the other races of humans in their spectrum, that artificial spectrum that they're trying to produce on Earth. Because again, the rainbow is meant to produce a picture. Notice that, how many of y'all notice on TV, 
when before they turn the TV on, the screen's black. Then they, cut, they used to cut the TV on. You see the rainbow test screen pattern, right? It's money, different colors, and then the picture comes on. Why do you think they do that? Why do you think they use the rainbow as a test pattern on television? Why they used to use it as a the rainbow as a test pattern before they show you the picture? Because they're showing you that that's how the picture comes about. That's how the, the color, the spectrum of colors have to precede the actual image coming together because that image, that color image that they're going to show you on television needs all the spectrums of colors in there to make up that image. You see? They need all of those spectrum of color in there to make up the image. All right? So keep that in mind. You can have somebody, you can have uh, um a dark skinned person, a, a brown a brown skinned person, they'll produce a light skinned person. They'll produce a light skinned seed and it'll be the same mother, father, everything produce that. Like I said, because we carry that again. People say, you know, the dark skin, you know, but I've seen light skin and light skin produce darker skinned children. That's in our genetic material. You see, that's part of the solar projection. That's why we can produce the same bloodline and different shades and different spectrums of color. Again, that's why they refer to us as colored people. And notice at one point in time, the rainbow was associated with our people before that Negro Jesse Jackson handed over to the homosexuals. Now, why did the homosexuals take over the rainbow? Because they know that the rainbow, the rainbow is always a projection of a higher and definitive image that we, than what we're looking at in the three-dimensional realm. The rainbow represents the next image that's coming in. You see, same way like when you have the uh, um, the colored test pattern before television, before that te- before the image comes on, the picture comes on. They know it shows another picture, an extended picture. So what do they do? They took the rainbow and they're like, we're going to take the rainbow to represent the image that we want to bring in. Because the rainbow always precedes the new or the next image that comes in. That's what the rainbow is used for. You see, the rainbow is always used as a uh, um, the beginning of a next picture or an illuminated picture or an extended picture. That's what that represents. Right? That represents an illuminated picture, a spectrum, a spectrum of living color. And being that it represents a spectrum of living color, extended uh, uh, brightness, that also means it represents an open door to the extended future. Because, like I said, the beast knows that, you know, evolution works, whereas, you know, we in the third dimensional realm, and this, you know, even though we are receiving um, reflections of color, this planet is not totally in illumination. We're receiving reflections of color, right? But it's not totally in illumination because everything here is supposed to look like a rainbow, meaning everything here is supposed to be in a lot of different colors, the buildings, the ground, everything is supposed to look like a damn cartoon, damn near. I don't mean to say it like that, but it's supposed to look like that with so many colors. It's not supposed to be any grays and things like that as you go up into the upper dimensions. There's no grays. There's no blacks and whites. It's all color. You see? 
And let's be like now. Now the world I'm describing to you, the future world, the fourth dimension, the eighth dimension, all that, where there's living color, everything, literally from uh, uh, um, buildings and the ground and everything you see is just like one big colored spectrum. Does that not fit us? That wouldn't it make sense that we, as what they call colored people, people with many different complexions, would fit into those upper dimensions, whereas they don't fit? Wouldn't that make more sense that we would fit in? To a world of living color. Because hmm? that's what the future world is. It's a world of living color. It is a world of living color. They want you to live in a gray world, a black and white world, right? A world of stagnation because living color produces power. It produces rhythm, it produces frequency, it produces tone. That's why, see, if you notice back in the ancient world, that's another reason why they didn't want to connect us to our ancient Mesoamerican heritage. And they always wanted to keep us in the whole black thing, red, black, and green, a bunch of dead, dark, earthbound colors. Because our people in the ancient world, be it in Egypt, be it in uh, Mesoamerica, Samaria, all those places where you look in the ancient world, you see our people wore colorful garb colorful garments. We were the ones wearing the red, the blue, and the gold. We the ones that had colorful garments, okay? We didn't wear no blacks and whites and greens and all that dead earthbound colors. We wore all kinds of reds and blues and golds and things like that. We wore gold jewelry and things like that. We wore those things because we were a colorful people. And from the color comes style. It comes image. Images that pop, images that carry power, electricity. Because when you put all of those different colors together in the spectrum, it produces a solar color. Because we're going to talk about solar color coming soon. I think I touched on it a little bit, but solar color. Because the, what you see in the rainbow right now in the three-dimensional realm, there's more colors than in the rainbow that you see. As you go up in the upper dimensions, there's more colors. Okay? There's more colors. There's way more colors than what you see. So keep that in mind. Keep that in mind as we are extending into those living colors. Those living colors denote power, mental power also. They represent elemental power because all the elements in the earth are living images of color. They show up as color. You see? They show up as color. And, you know, like I said, these colors carry different states of power. Telepathy, psychometry, clairvoyance, intuition, those are all color-coordinating, color-controlled mental capabilities. Those are all color-controlled mental capabilities. Okay? So when we are able to connect into those colors, when we're able to acknowledge and connect those colors, that is a state of power. So they want our people to walk around in darkness and blackness. The reason why they want you to be black people to walk around in darkness and blackness is to conceal your color, to conceal your illumination of brightness, to conceal your illumination of brightness, you see. They want you to be watered down. They want you in darkness. See, because to look at our people, 
like I said, our skin, our hair, everything about us pops. Everything about us pops when we're not in that black that black mindset. You see, they had to sit up here and make some like You see, I put that image up there on my wall where I said, you know, why I would never want to be black. Because that's the bullshit image they put up of our people, that black face and that cooned out. That, that's, that doesn't even look like our people. That don't even look like our people. That's meant to be exaggerated to basically downplay the illumination of our color, the illumination of our living bronze, copper color. That's what that's meant to do. Black is meant to be like them throwing black paint on you, black face on you, downplay the illumination of your copper-colored brightness, your copper-colored illuminating images of living color, different complexions and shades. That's what that's meant to do. Because they mad. They're like, how dare you Negroes have such pretty skin, such pretty reddish bronze and brown skin and bron- reddish bronze skin and dark bronze skin and uh, beige bronze co- colored skin. How dare you have many different spectrums and colors and how dare you people look better than us. You niggas, black niggas, you see, that's what that is. That's hate. That's jealousy. Because they just a bunch of pale people. But we represent living color. We represent living spectrum of color. We represent a living uh, spectrum of power and color. You see, because color denotes what? Imagination, images. When you are able to lock into imagination and images in living color, you are able to tap into the upper dimensions. You see, they want you to live in a world of black and white because they control the world of black and white. Beast controls the world of black and white. You see, why was they so hell bent on our people going from colored to black people? Why was they so hell bent on that? Why was they so busy going around putting guns in our people's faces, coming and forcing us to call ourselves Negro and black on the damn census? Right? On a terrestrial level, it was mainly to produce a blacklist of people and also to downplay the illumination of our spectrum of living colors. We are a spectrum amongst ourselves as a race of people. We are a living spectrum of color. Look at us. Look at us as bronze people. We are a living spectrum of color. We got all kinds of different complexions and shades in our race, and we got the same here. Now, look, like I said, the humans, they got the same thing. They're artificial versions of us, but they're not ready to admit that they're all still the same people. Because if they admit they're all the same people, they got to admit that we're not the same as them, that we're something else. You see? So all this is coming together right now. It's a living state of illumination and color. Let me take a call. 803, you're on the air, 803. Ms. Agnizor. Um, I had a question about the, uh, the different sets of colors. Is the the unseen colors, because you mentioned we see that the rainbow posts have different colors. Are the unseen colors like related to like like ultraviolet or like gamma radiation and things like that? Yep. Okay. Okay. So that's just the invisible spectrum of color that we can't see right now. Yeah, because we're in a lower dimension. We're in a lower. We're in a low. We're in low. In, we're in low definition in the third dimension. So you can't see it all. All you can see is reflections of it. I mean, you can see it in the three-dimensional world and the fact that we got different colors, but there's more colors than this. Is that why, like, so if someone gets exposed to, like, that level of brightness, like, they might die 
or they'll get cancer or something? Yep. Radiation okay. is another way of just saying extended color. In other words, there was so much extended color or radiation, uh, uh, gradation, as they say, or, you know, so much um, uh, um, spectrum of color that was coming in that can't be processed in this three-dimensional realm, and you might pick it up in some form of radiation that it could kill you. Oh, cool. Oh, cool. And um, so, but it still can be picked up, right, because they have, like, Geiger counters that can pick up, like, radiation. So it's still got a present yeah, but, but it won't but it won't it won't show as a color. It's too it can't show in this atmosphere as a color. You we we only we're only um stuck right now in what's the primary colors, which is red, blue, yellow, things like that. That's the primary. Oh cool. Oh cool. All right. That's all the questions I had to ask. Ms. Oh, Ms. Yeah, there's more colors to this, you know, because, and, you know, they keep telling you about different shades of colors. Yeah, shades is just like vibration. That's not different colors. Those are vibrations of color, and shades are nothing but vibration of color. But actual colors that you've never seen before in the upper dimensions, you know, actual colors that you've never seen before. We're going to eventually try, and that's going to be, Something when it's up. We're going to try and, um, you know, I wouldn't even know how to produce it. I've seen it, but I've I, I seen one of the colors, and I've never seen nothing like that before in my life. I saw it in a vision. I wasn't going to mention it because I, I wouldn't even know how to begin to produce it. I wouldn't even know how to produce it. I told you it would come a time where we would start seeing different colors that we've never seen in the three-dimensional realm. I saw one. Yeah. And, again, I don't know what to call it. I don't know what to say it looks like. You you see, I don't know what to attribute it to or even say what it's near to. It's literally a next color. You see, it's literally a next color. I don't call it a new color. I call it a next color because nine times out of ten, we will not see it in this three-dimensional realm. We're not going to see it because those colors in those upper-dimensional realms are very, very strong, very radiant. That's, notice they put the term radiant with color. You see, sometimes they'll they'll make it synonymous or put it with color. It's very radiant, right? Radiant is another way of saying illuminating, glowing, um, bright, you see. And just in that alone, that's a, that's a strong uh, um, image of power. It's a strong image that can't be taken in. By the human eye, by the naked eye, we have to be raised on a higher level, on a higher receptive level and transformation level to see that color, see those living colors. Like I said, we thought that we we can truly say we thought we saw it all. We can truly say we thought we saw it all and the colors and the spectrum here on in the three-dimensional realm, but this is not by a long shot. There are a lot more colors, right? Red, blue, and yellow, and those colors like that that you see is all that this three-dimensional realm can contain. The three-dimensional realm can contain, right? 
It could it could not contain any more colors because it would be it would start to alter everything within the three dimensional realm. If just by certain colors coming into this atmosphere would alter things that have never been here before, colors that you've never seen before, just in those colors alone, it would alter the atmosphere here, and it would kill a lot of people. Because nine times out of ten, those different colors represent something else. A lot of it represents gas, you see. A lot of it represents um, elements that are not necessarily safe for human consumption, not necessarily safe for the human and animal environment that they're in because those different colors deliver something different to the earth, you see. And over time, you will start to see that they're going to, you're going to have these scientists eventually, maybe 20, 30 years down the line, say, oh, we discovered a new color and the color may turn up in the rainbow. The color may turn up in the rainbow. You see, a color that you've never seen may start, you may see streaks of it in the rainbow. Pay attention to it. You may see streaks of that next color in the rainbow. That's a sign of living illumination and color. And I got a feeling that's going to show very soon. But when I do see the next rainbow, I'm probably coming across, I'm going to definitely take a picture of it. And probably nine times out of ten, your camera won't even pick it up. It won't pick it up. It'll pick up the other standard colors, the reds, the blues, the yellows, the orange or whatever, the green or whatever. It'll pick up the standard colors in the spectrum, but it will not pick up the extended colors outside the spectrum you know, of the third dimension. Am I making myself clear? The rain forces those colors to the ground, and those colors um, those colors of those um colors that are streaming into the atmosphere, when they're forced to the ground, they make an impression in the ground. That's your rainbow. All right. That's your rainbow. All right. And that rainbow is meant to be cast to the earth. And for those who are people of a higher mind, a higher mental state, they understand what that rainbow represents. They understand that. They understand the power of that rainbow and where it comes from. Right. They understand that. In the movie, in that movie, uh, that uh, old Marvel thing, Thor, they talk about the Rainbow Bridge. You see, the Rainbow Bridge, bridge a bridge, a Rainbow Bridge to another world. Right, because that's really what the Rainbow is. It, it comes off as a bridge because think about it. This is a, an illuminated spectrum of light and living color that's being projected into the earth. So virtually that is a bridge. That is a bridge that's being formed. It's an ongoing uh, um, projection of of, uh, uh, illuminated illuminated coloring, of illuminated colors um, streaming into this atmosphere. Like, for example, when you have a I'm, you know I'm using um, motion picture as an example. When you see a projector, right, and you see the light on the film, think of the film in the in the projector as the blueprint. Think of the film as the blueprint, and then you put the film, you know, you feed the film into a camera that has a light that you know that uh, uh, is projecting the image forward 
onto a screen, all right, to, to show you a picture, okay? They have that light that is being used to, uh, it's being used to project that image onto a screen. That's the same thing with a rainbow. Think of the screen as earth, as the ground. Think of the light as the sun. Think of the blueprint and the images of color as the film. Y'all follow what I'm saying? That's what that is. And being that that is a state of extended illumination, living color, living power, the whole point is to produce a picture. When you produce a picture of living color, of illumination, things like that, those who control those colors, those illumination, those images coming out, they also control a narrative of people. You see, when you have people who have come in many different spectrums of shade, of different, many different spectrums, excuse me, of color, when you have so many, you, like our people, you have people that come in many different uh, shades of color and complexion, just that alone is powerful. Just those people alone are powerful because each one of them has an attribute that goes along with their complexion, that goes along with their coloring. They have certain attributes, and if they are brought in together, if they are utilized in unison together, it can produce a greater picture, a picture of power. You see, a picture of continuous power because just the ability to get those people who come from those different Colors, sections of color, those colored sections, as they call them, those sections of color, just to get these two to cooperate and work for a greater image, an extended image, is powerful within itself. That's powerful within itself. How how stupid would we would look if we was like, oh, we only gonna have dark skinned people, or we only gonna have light skinned people, or we only gonna have brown skinned reddish brown skinned people or whatever that would be stupid you see the white man wanted us to be like him he'll tell us oh if you ain't dark skinned black you ain't really black you mix with something else you ain't you ain't that ain't y'all don't come in different spectrums because they trying to make us they trying to make us they was trying to make us two dimensional like them you see because when it comes to color and race these people are two dimensional you see they're really two dimensional you see they trying to make themselves three dimensional by by um, incorporating or trying to, you know, uh, um, raise up the uh, meaning and the definition of white. They try to make themselves more than what they are by making themselves white, you see. But at the end of the day, white is just what it's always going to be, blank. Just like black is blank. Black is blank and white is blank. They, have, they represent states of being, states, you know, of existence. They're not necessarily anything dealing with living color. They're not. It's all based in the spectrum. The living color, the extended image is based in the upper dimensions of that living spectrum that is streamed through here by way of solar projection, which makes its way onto the earth and as an impression in the, as a rainbow. You see, it makes that, that impression is made upon the earth as the rainbow. Okay? Keep an eye on the rainbow. Because like I said, there was a reason why they used LGBT to hijack the rainbow. 
There's a reason why they use LGBT to, con- to hijack the rainbow, because that's virtually what they did. Keep that in mind, and we'll be right back.
rainbow gives illumination to so many things. It gives illumination to multiple ideas. Again, bright is synonymous with color. I'm going to say it again. Bright is synonymous with color. You see, in, in order for you to be considered bright, you have to be able to see a bigger picture beyond what others see. That's what is considered a person who sees a bigger picture, you know, has a higher form of intelligence. The only way you're able to see a bigger picture is that you are able to see in your active imagination all of these different stages of living color because your life exists in living color. Your life takes place in living color. I'm talking about those of you who are truly illuminated. Those of you who are truly illuminated, your life takes place in living color, in living color. You see, you have an exciting life just by your, you know, the reality of who you are. Though, like I said, a lot of our people don't know who they are because they see themselves as black people, people in darkness. But we are linked to that rainbow. See, we are linked to the rainbow. The rainbow is really supposed to be linked to us as the bright race, as the almond race. And the, and the so-called white man knows that because, again, what denotes living color, different shades and different spectrums of color, if not our people? The so-called white man doesn't really consider the Asians, the Easterns, at least not openly, as the same race of people. They still have divisions. But we are the only people on the planet that come in many different shades and complexions. So would it not make sense that a rainbow flag represents us? I mean, let's keep it real. Would it not make sense that a rainbow flag represents us being that we come in many different shades? And, again, they know that the flag is supposed to rep- – that rainbow is really supposed to represent us. That's why I put the rainbow up in the international Mesoamerican community. That's why I put why I put the, at least the you – know, I put a spectrum of color up. You see, that's supposed to represent us. We're not no black people. Like I said, they, they, they tell you right there. Did they not tell you who we was when they called us colored people? They did not tell you who we was. They called us colored people because we came in many different shades and complexions of color. That's why they called us colored people. That's really why they called us that. Black don't fit our people, you see. Black is just meant to dull your perception of things. That's what black is really meant to do. It is meant to dull your perception of things. Okay? So keep that in mind. That song, Somewhere Over the Rainbow, somebody gave to me. I want to hear Ella Fitzgerald's version. Somewhere Over the Rainbow. What is Somewhere Over the Rainbow? Somewhere Over the Rainbow is the fourth dimension, the upper dimension. That's what Somewhere Over the Rainbow means. Beneath the rainbow is the creations, the humans, your animals. That is the hell that we're in. We're in a hell of people who are limited in their perception, limited in their uh, 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 ability to see the bigger picture. You can see these people are just people. And again, they attempt to make us bland by making us black people. Again, the rainbow is supposed to be connected to us. You see, and that's why I told you, you got a lot of these Negroes, these, these like I told you, these boule pan African Negroes that want to still keep us black to placate to their Caucasian white sl- uh, 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 slave masters. They're still in that slave mode of black and white. Right. So they, they want to keep us away from the living color. Like I said, notice Jesse Jackson had his Rainbow Push Coalition. Now, 
again, that was a sign that the rainbow was really representing us. But, of course, you know, the homosexuals, the LGBT, just pushed Jesse Jackson ass aside, just took the rainbow from him and attached it to homosexuals because they know the rainbow is really supposed to represent so-called black people, the bright race, the almond race. They know the rainbow is supposed to represent the almond race. You see, not the human race. The human race did not come by way of solar projection onto this planet. We did. We came here as a stream of living color. That's why we came in different complexions. We came here as a stream of living beings of different shades and complexions. And it had nothing to do with interaction with these humans at all. At all. You see, you denote that by not just color and complexion, you denote that by features, hair texture, things like that. That denotes who and what and where we come from. You see, we are a living color of spectrum. We are, again, that's why they refer to us as colored people. You see, I told you originally it was copper colored people, and you see the different shades of copper. You see, you see the different shades of copper. They've been trying to hold us back from making connection with the illuminating rainbow. Again, notice that thing they had. What was that uh, movie they had, The Serpent and the Rainbow? How many of y'all remember that movie, The Serpent and the Rainbow? How many of y'all remember that? Serpent and the Rainbow. Notice they that they align a serpent with the rainbow. Why is that? Because that's an old to our ancient societies where we had the serpentine societies and we had rainbow-like colors. We dressed in colorful costumes and colorful clothing and whatnot because we were colorful people. We were people of life. You know, we you know, color denotes life. Color denotes life. We were people of color, living color. We didn't. We wasn't walking around all bland and things like that. We were a people of living color, people of style and people of fashion. And again, everybody copied from us. There's not one thing these humans do that didn't come from us, except for their low-level degeneracy, except for their low-level depravity and degeneracy. You know, that's the, that's that's all their own. And again, that comes from their animal animal behavior. That comes from their crossbreeding with the animal. And our genetic just puts them on a lower level, lower frequency. But these people are outside the color of spectrum. They're outside that spectrum of color. They're outside of that. And we are outside of that as well because they bred you to be black. You cannot be part of that living color of spectrum and power and extended image when you are a black person. Because what does that do? That forces you to look at things and, and, you know, it forces you to look at things in a limited view, on a limited vision. When you see yourself as black, you are forced to look at things in a limited vision or a limited version instead of as what they are. Black equals blank, just like white equals blank. Those who carry that living color, those who are in alignment with the rainbow, you see, that is a state of power. That's why the homosexuals align themselves with the rainbow, because they recognize the power of the rainbow. They align themselves with the rainbow. Now, here it is. You know, you can't even, you know, the beast uses his degenerate sexual perversions, you see, because, again, that was really just meant to be uh, um, to be an insult and a slap in the face to that which the rainbow is supposed to represent, just the beast degenerating things, again, making everything some form of depravity and degeneracy. 
that's why, you know, to align homosexuality with the rainbow is a, is a form of degeneracy and blasphemy because that is supposed to represent the rainbow. It's supposed to represent the Lord, the most high, that race of Lord, the almond race. That's supposed to represent them. And the beast is going to pay for that. They're going to pay for taking something as sacred as the rainbow, those living colors, and a spectrum taking something sacred as that and aligning it with homosexuality, aligning it with lesbianism and all kinds of other sexual perversions. They're going to pay for that, you see, because that represented purity. How are you just going to hijack a whole damn uh, uh, symbol for your for your cause? Again, the rainbow represents a image of uh, 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 of supernatural, natural and supernatural uh, occurrence. That's what the rainbow represents. You see, it is proof. It is living proof that we are connected to an upper world, that there is an upper world that is being streamed into this three-dimensional atmosphere. The rainbow is the proof. The rainbow is the proof. It is the cast-off of that fourth-dimensional world. It is the cast-off. Again, you have to have a cast, something that's cast forward, something that makes an impression to be able to see it in the three-dimensional realm. Again, that was supposed to be uh, um, I say that was supposed to be a sign to us of a future world to come. And the Bible, they say that rainbow, according to the story in the Bible, was a sign to, I think, Noah or somebody that the Lord wouldn't destroy the earth again by water. I think that's what the saying, uh, saying went. All that being said, so I'm just using this as an example. What I'm talking about that even in the Bible, they recognize the rainbow as something powerful from their creator, from the most high, from the most continuous, which is Amun. They recognize the rainbow to be in alignment or association with them. And at one point in time, the old Republican Mentelec flag, before, you know, it got popular, we was going to use a rainbow flag. You see, we was going to use that, but I didn't want to be associated with, you know, any LGBT nonsense. We didn't want to be associated with that. You know, so we settled for the primary colors, the prime colors. But all the spectrum of color in this living spectrum is ours. All the living spectrum of color and the living spectrum of color is ours, and it represents us. It represents our higher mental capabilities. It represents our power because all these things carry a color. All high, high mental capability carries a color, a living color. All thoughts carry a high or living color in the fourth dimension. All these things denote a color. You see? So if we don't know that, if we don't know what the living color is, what the living color is, then we are powerless. The foundation of the living color is blue. The foundation of all living color is blue. That's why we wear blue in the Republican intellect and the Mesoamerican community. We don't wear no black. We don't do black. You see, our foundational color is blue. Blue is the fastest moving color in the spectrum, in the prime uh, spectrum of color, of living color. You see, blue is the foundation, and we must be that foundation of blue because the beast, if you notice, he uses blue to represent the law, right? 
you can't have any you can't have any real civilization without law, without order. So blue has to be the foundation of that. That's why blue is used by law enforcement. They can't have a real society without law enforcement. You see, and the law enforcement represents a living color. You see, people and their behavior and their attitudes represent a color. You see, when you say somebody's a couch, you say they're yellow. You say when you see somebody's hot and they're on fire, you say they're red. When you see somebody who's representing law, you see blue. So all these different characteristics denote living color. There's so much more. We have to learn the color codes and the color schemes and how they're supposed to blend together because in blending color, that denotes power. In blending color, that denotes power. You see? Matching is fine. Matching is powerful. But blending color, you know, is even more powerful. Y'all follow what I'm saying? Blending color is more powerful because what that says is that you're getting the colors to cooperate with each other to look good on you. They're cooperating. You see, you made them cooperate by putting them together and, you know, having a good color scheme going. The ability to blend things, the ability to blend colors just alone is a highly intelligent thing to do because you got so many people that don't know how to blend colors. They know how to match colors. And again, there's nothing wrong with matching colors, but they don't, very few know how to blend colors. So whereas you have many different colors on and it all still looks good. I know how to blend colors. Everybody don't know how to blend because again, the blend, the blend is a sign of your ability to see what aesthetically looks correct in that spectrum of living color. Just by what you put on, you have the ability to aesthetically, you know, put together that which looks good. That which looks good. Man, that which looks good. That's the living color of spectrum. That living color of power. But like I said, they want to make sure our people didn't come into that living power. Because again. Yeah, okay. It's no coincidence, man. Like I said, you got people that's feeding from our transmission, people regurgitating, and people saying using all our talking points, and that's fine because these people lack illumination. They lack they lack living color. These people lack luster. Luster is another way of saying color. You see, luster is another way of saying color. When you lack luster, you lack color, which means you lack higher frequency because higher frequency and tone is a color thing. It is a color thing. You see, black and white is not a color. It's a state, a dead state, an empty state. Black and white are not colors. Dead, empty states. That's what black and white represents. It represents nothing. It's a dead state. Is a dead state. It's a dead state of powerlessness. And like I said, in that dead state, you have people who are trying to connect to something beyond the black and white, beyond that. And certain people, they call it being enlightened, trying to, you know, find out more about this, find out more about this. They call it a little bit of everything. The mind that that living spectrum of 
illuminated color that you see in the rainbow carries a deeper message in it. Next time when you see a rainbow, look at it for a minute and see and see what you see. Write down what you see and tell me what you see when the rainbow shows itself. Yeah. I want to see if you're going to start seeing things, recognizing things within the spectrum of that rainbow, of that color, that living frequency of power. I want to see if you're going to start picking up something. So next time you see a rainbow, take a picture of it, send it to me, inbox it to me, whatever, let us all see because I want I want you all to see something. I'm not even gonna say what it is until, you know, I get the image of a rainbow, a real image of a rainbow that y'all seeing yourself. I don't want any stock photos or any stock images. I want a real image of a photo that you yourself have seen. And that what you see now going forward will cement your life and where you are headed to from this point out in this community, what you see there. You know, because everybody should be able to see this. Everybody should be able to see this. That living spectrum, that living uh, uh, extension of tone and frequency. Right? They always talk about your skin tone. You know, who's the only one that has skin tone here? It's our people. Humans don't have no skin tone. They pale. They don't have no skin tone. We're the only ones that got skin tone, complexion, living color. We're the only ones. There's nobody else. And like I said, the reward for that is broadcast like this. We know that we as once once known, we who was once known as colored people who were made black by Caucasians to cover up our brightness, our illumination, our connection to the rainbow, our real connection to the rainbow. You see, before the homosexuals hijacked it, that is very telling. You see, they 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 told us too much already. They gave up too much, and now they're trying to cover it back up because they know power will come from that realization of that illumination and that living rainbow and what it ultimately means to us. You see, it does mean something. And like I said, as we start to ascend, as we start to come into alignment with our higher mental capabilities, you will see exactly what that rainbow represents, what those colors represent in our lives, what they're supposed to mean. You will know. And you will uh, acknowledge and align yourself with it. We will all align and acknowledge ourselves with that uh, spectrum of living color. That spectrum of living color. We will align ourselves with it. We're right back.
rainbow and the promise of a future space to come is real. The promise of a future space to come is real. The rainbow is real. And the future world is real. And like I said, we have to acknowledge ourselves as that people of living color in order to align ourselves with the rainbow. You see, we are the rainbow people. We are the people of color. We are the rainbow people. We are the fourth dimensional people. And you got everybody and their mother trying to take our images, our symbols, the serpent, which is ours, the rainbow, which is ours. Everybody's trying to take the symbols of the almond race. I'm the only one putting it together going forward. I'm the only one that's aligning it in this day and time. You ain't got nobody aligning it in real in real time. You ain't got nobody aligning it in real time. Even down to why I have my people, we wear ties. You see, we wear long neckties. We wear long neckties as a symbol of the serpent. That's why we wear long neckties. That's a symbol of the serpent. Okay? We we wear long neckties as a symbol of the serpent in different shades. We come in different shades and complexions. We are the rainbow people. We are the people of color, living color. Again, they now, now I'm going to show you something funny. Notice while they use the rainbow and homosexuality to hijack to hijack our connection to the rainbow as people of color, colored people as they call us, copper colored people, people of different shades, tones, and complexions who are falsely being called black. Notice when they did that, now they're trying to make black synonymous with homosexuality, at least black males, they're trying to make you synonymous with homosexuality. They're trying to use the rainbow against you. They're trying to use the, the the Caucasians, right? They're trying to use the rainbow against you. This is their way of using the rainbow against you. That's why you see that thing with the guy, the baby, and all these other people and whatnot, and they're showing you LGBT always attacking, like the, the, the Dave Chappelle, and, all, and they're showing you these set-up causes because they want to show the rainbow, the people who are using the rainbow to represent them, to destroy the, to destroy the true people who the rainbow is supposed to represent. The rainbow is supposed to represent you so-called black people, not no goddamn red, black, and green, man. We are supposed to be represented by the rainbow. We are the reading rainbow. We are the living rainbow of color, man, pure illumination. Color denotes brightness higher intelligence, higher sensory, higher frequency. That's what color represents, and that's the spectrum of the rainbow. You see, we have that, we are connected to that prism of living color, man. We are connected to the prism of living color. But y'all sitting around, y'all want, they got you conning yourself into being, we black. We black, we black people. You see, you don't fell for the whole black people stuff. Even though you can clearly see your skin is not black, we come in different shades of color, carbon color. You see, carbon color, or should I say, we come in different shades of uh, um, living color, right, illuminated color. You see, aminic color. We come in many different shades of that, right, copper colored, even better. We come in many different shades of copper color because in the copper and the bronze, you can see the yellowish, yellowish. You can see the reddish bronze, and you can see the darkest 
dark of a shade. So you see our people coming in different colors. You see, you even seen in some spectrums and instances why people with different colors, where they showed the deities, like them was different colors, blue, red, some came out yellow, things like that. So you'll have that even as well, too. You'll have people in different spectrums and different shades who come out as different colors. You see, so that's not, that's not above, uh, uh, um, that's not above reality. You'll have blue people. You'll have red people. You'll have orange people. You'll have different shades and colors of people. You see, that beyond what we got now. But at least we have that amongst us, and we have the ability to produce people of even greater color, more extended, more vibrant color. You see, we have the ability to produce more vibrant color because, again, vibration of color denotes power. Vibrant color or vibration of color denotes power. That's how signals are sent. That's how pictures are projected. That's how images are instilled in your head by living color. You see, that's the reason why the beast went from black and white to color, because that was their way of being able to uh, uh, put or make their images more, how you say, more appealing, more illuminating. See, they went from black and white to color because, again, color made the images more appealing, more illuminating. You see? That made the images more illuminating, right? It made the pictures more appealing in color. But the problem with that is is that color showed up better on us. You see, because prior to that time, they was darkening our skin in black and white. See, they didn't really like um, color for our people because it really showed the complexion of our people. And a lot of those old black and white movies, you see... Everybody, if you notice, everybody got real jet black skin. They make they put extra dark makeup on the on the so-called black actors. They made them look darker than what they was. They were that copper-colored bronze looking. They had pretty copper-colored bronze skin. They're going to put some goddamn black makeup on your face. And that was really to make, to, to press the point that y'all black and we white over here, it was really meant to press the point to give white people or so-called white people, Caucasians, more of a presence. By making us black and putting us in the background, that gave them more of a presence. You see, but when color came on, they had to do what they had to do. The so-called white men had to give them more kinds of makeup. They had to make them more browner looking. They had to give them more life to their skin. They had to give them more of a melanated tone to their skin, which is nothing but an artificial form of carbon. They had to start looking more like us once color came into play. See, in black and white, they could hide their pale self. Even to this day, when you see Caucasian Hollywood actors and whatnot, you'll see them, and they look like they got some they got some color to their skin. Then when you see them, they look, oh, they look awful, man. People are pale. They look like they have dead. You see? They look sick. All right? Because, like I said, color is the power. Color is the power. They try to get you to think color wasn't the power. You see, color is the power. So, you know, and they know color is the power. So they couldn't call, they couldn't keep calling you colored people. They couldn't keep calling you colored people. They know color is the power. And they could not keep calling you colored people. They couldn't keep calling you that. You had to be illuminated into something else. You had to be extended into something else. You had to be raised into something else. 
That's it. That's all. You see, color is power. That's why you had to become black. You had to go from black. You had to go from color to black because color is power. Color is um, power. And when our people wasn't accepting black, we still want, we read, we would have rather went with colored. Uh, like I said, what they get, they get people Luciferians or Satan. I should say Satanists like you, James Brown. That nigga was a Satanist, man. I'm convinced of that. He had some good music, but he was a Satanist. They had to, they used him to push that, say aloud, I'm black and I'm proud. They get us to embrace blackness. That was the final, a lot of y'all thought that was some pro-black thing. But yeah, I told you a lot of the pro-black stuff is anti-color. Pro-black is really anti-color. Color is the power. The copper color, you see, when you put it in its proper perspective, because we were referred to as the copper colored people, copper color is the power. It is the element of living color. It is the element of continuous and living color. It is an element of power, copper, right? Gold, all these different elements of color or living color produce what? Power. So what they have to do, they have to stop calling us colored people because colored people equals powerful people. And they start calling us black people to denote nothing, to bring about nothing, to basically shield and hide us from who we were, you see, to shield us, to keep us hidden, you see, to keep us hidden. So now... We ain't coming into that state of illumination. We coming into that state of living power. Now you see that we are in reception because, like I said, notice when we stop being black. Notice when I stopped the whole "we not black" thing no more. Notice how greater clarity started to come to our people. Greater reception started to come. Y'all started to have a greater understanding. That's because we dumped that whole black thing. You see, you couldn't have received this reception. This higher stream of reception, this living stream of color, this rainbow reception, because the reception, I always call the reception a rainbow reception. It's a rainbow reception. The reception is in living color because everything I've given to you, everything I've shared with you through mental life is a living stream of color, images. That's why they're so clear. I couldn't describe the images of the fourth dimension and the upper dimension so clearly if I wasn't seeing them on some level, if I wasn't picking them up on some level. And in order for me to see them or pick them up on certain levels, they have to be all illuminated. I have to be picking up the illumination of living color. I have to be able to pick up that brightness of living color that I'm sharing with you all, sharing with you all. That's why the images and when the descriptions and what I'm telling you is very clear. They're becoming clearer and clearer because you, in order for something to come in clear, you have to see every inch, every angle of it, every shade, tone, and frequency of it. That's why I'm able to describe it. And that's why it's not recognized really in this world amongst the masses, the knowledge I'm bringing. They'll say, oh, it's crazy, it's BS, or oh, it's something you out of your mind. Because, again, it is out of their time frame. It's not that I'm out of my mind. It's that this knowledge is out of your time because it is based in living color. You people still live in the world of black and white. And you're just picking up the streams of color, but you're not really receiving that stream of living color. You're picking up the streams of it. And like I said, it is re- it is um, a reflection in your three-dimensional realm, but these people are not absorbing living color because in order for you to absorb living color, you have to, once you absorb living color, 
living transmission, living frequency, that living rainbow of extended images, then you're going to start receiving your telepathy, psychometry, clairvoyance, intuition, all that, because now you're seeing a full-on picture where you are a full-on person in your reception. Class, clear. Just want to make sure I'm clear. The full image of who you are is in a, a, a constant array of color. The full-on spectrum of who you are and who you keep growing into is in an array of living color, living spectrum. You see, and they don't want you to see that. That's why they got to keep on pushing the whole you black, 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 black. They got to keep pushing that when you can clearly see your skin is not black. And, again, these Negroes going to keep trying to push that psychological brain. Cause again, that's another. Don't trust these niggas. Once you tell them we're not black and then you put the skin thing, you say you show something black and you show them against our skin, you see it's not the same thing, and they still want to argue with you, these niggas are either they mentally dead or, they, or they're a bunch of boule niggas. They're a bunch of boule pan-African niggas that's trying to work with the beast to keep the whole black lie going. You see, black lies don't matter to us. Black lies don't matter. That's going to be a new slogan. Black lies don't matter. You see? Keep that in mind because that's the majority of what we've been getting. That's the majority of what we've been getting. I'm going to do a broadcast called Black Lies Don't Matter. You see? That we African and all this other shit. All that don't matter because that stands in the, in the way of the living color of who we are and who we meant to be. But that's it. Let me go ahead and read these questions before we get out of here. Why is the rainbow a sign of solar projection? Because it is streaming through this atmosphere. And the only re- reason why we see it is because when it rains, it pulls down the stream onto the earth and it makes an impression. The heavy rains or whatever rain, it pulls it down because the water is hydrogen and oxygen, and that's a gas. And gas does what? Gas attaches to other gas because that stream of rainbow that's coming in, that's in a gaseous state. All this comes in a gaseous, illuminated state of power, full-on power. So that comes in, and when it links with that gas in the water, it will weigh it down to the earth in a gravitational pull, and it will make an impression. That's why you have rainbows. The rainbow is the stream that's coming in here. That's the stream, the stream of living color. What is a rainbow? rainbow is a stream of living color, which is really reception from the upper dimensions. The rainbow is the reception. The rainbow is the reception. That's the stream of reception and transmission that I've been telling y'all about. That's what that is. That's how it looks. Why do we see it? Because the rain weighs it down to the ground and it thus makes an impression. That's why. Why is it being associated with homosexuality? Because what they're saying is, what the white man is saying, because the, the Caucasians ain't doing nothing but using it. The Caucasian Zionists, to be exact, they're not doing nothing but using homosexuality as a way to do population control. And they're also using it as a way to, to, uh, to combat and fight against the masculinity of the so-called black men. That's what the whole rainbow thing is here for, to work against and fight and combat the uh, uh, masculine energy of the so-called black man to work against that because notice they've been using the LGBT and the rainbow against so-called black black males. Dave Chappelle, the baby, and it's, it's ongoing. Right? Why do black people use it? Why why did black people use it at one time? Because it represents us. It represents us. 
as a multi-racial, multi-shaded, multi-complexion people. We are a multi-complexion people with the same woolly hair, and we are a multi-complexion people, different shades, different tones, and different frequencies. We are the real copper-colored people, the rainbow people. But that's it. That's it. We're going to close out in the name of Amen by the power of Amen. And Amen we trust, and Amen we think, and Amen we continue for it forever. I am the intellectual medium in car age, and this has been Mental Act Radio. I'll see you guys back here tomorrow night at 10. Good night.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.